Welcome to the Lubar Executive Education Podcast. This episode focuses on a phenomenon called the bullwhip effect, which we are all experiencing as a result of COVID-19. Our featured speaker is Jeff Trammell, Director of the Supply Chain Management Institute at the UW-Milwaukee Sheldon B. Lubar School of Business. You've probably noticed recently that your local grocery store shelves have been laid bare, at least for things such as soups, peanut butter, toilet paper, and other interesting items. Some local news stories have made light of these situations, but they are real and the shortages can sometimes hurt, especially if you are the one needing certain items and they are difficult or impossible to find. So what's going on? Well, what we're seeing are the effects of a serious social concern, in this case, the COVID-19 virus outbreaks, and the emotional reactions of people to those concerns. The impact on retail grocery supply chains within the U.S. have been significant so far. And this phenomenon happens often in supply chains. It's called the bullwhip effect. So what is the bullwhip effect? Well, we can see the bullwhip effect in action in any Indiana Jones film, where Indiana Jones makes a quick snapping motion of his wrist, which then induces a number of ever-increasing waves throughout the length of his bullwhip. Those waves increase in magnitude and strength until they hit the end of the bullwhip, which then results in a sudden change of direction so severe that it disturbs the surrounding air, resulting in a loud snapping sound. Or maybe when you were younger, you tied off the end of a rope to some stationary object and stood back with the other loose end of the rope in your hands. By moving your hands up and down even slightly, you were able to induce waves moving up and down the rope length. And these are the same phenomenon we see in connected supply chains for products. So how does the bullwhip effect work? Well, in supply chains, the bullwhip effect amplifies demands brought on by small or large events, driven by the emotional responses of those people working in that supply chain. The demand waves are an entirely people-driven effect. The more people involved in a supply chain, the more likely differing responses will be to the changes in the supply chain and the bigger the waves. These changes can then build upon themselves and magnify the demands for products until the whole supply chain is thrown entirely out of balance. The phenomenon is so prevalent that supply chain professionals give it a name, the bullwhip effect. The School of Business at MIT years ago built a supply chain simulation called the beer game around this very phenomenon. Like we do here at UW-Milwaukee, supply chain students in many business schools still play the beer game today to better understand the bullwhip effect's impact on a supply chain. So what does this have to do with the U.S. retail grocery marketplace? Well, think for a minute about the U.S. retail grocery market. It involves and affects almost every one of us. Millions of people are involved. In addition, grocery markets operate in a competitive environment and usually operate on very small profit margins, which means they've worked hard for years to balance supply and demands and are stocked daily or even multiple times per day. They try to hold very little inventories, yet work to provide supplies of a broad array of products and brands whenever their customers need them. Most of us don't think much about stockouts at our local grocery store. We treat grocery inventories like we do electricity. We expect supplies to be plentiful and for there to be very few, if ever, any problems. So when some shoppers started to react to news reports of COVID-19 virus cases growing and began emotional reactions such as overbuying or hoarding products, 
the demand waves began. Other shoppers then likely started noticing some market shelves being empty longer than usual. And they began making emotional decisions too. They purchased more products than usual to ensure they would not run out. Then others followed, and soon the demand waves for a product up and down the supply chain were magnified. The resulting tidal waves of demand then created numerous stockouts of products that remain until the supply chain can respond, usually within its normal and regular lead times. The longer and more distributed a supply chain is, the longer that chain usually needs to resupply itself. Mind you, the amounts of products in the supply chain never really changed. What changed were the emotional responses of people operating within the supply chain that drove a tidal wave of demand at one point in the usually stable and, and dependable supply lines. Those were at our local grocery stores. The cause of the disruption may be large or it could be very small. All that's required for the bullwhip to start are some illogical overreactions by some of the supply chain participants, and that includes any and all of us. Now, not overreacting is hard. We humans are emotional beings, but being mindful of the bullwhip effect might help us sometimes to minimize our overreaction. Now, the current stockout situation will improve, but it's hard to say exactly when. It is likely that some supply chains will not restore order for some products until sometime in the summer. It will all depend really on the severity and reach of the COVID-19 virus pandemic and the responses of the consuming public. Eventually, though, our retail grocery supply lines will restock and shelves will again be full of the usual varieties of products that we all love to purchase. The shortages, however, will depend on how long and severe the current patterns of overbuying continue. Many stores have already put in place purchase limits to help stop our buying overreactions. And the supply lines that have been so stable and dependable for years will replenish the empty shelves. About the only concern for many suppliers in the supply chain will be for them not to overreact and create an oversupply or glut of products that will take weeks or months for the U.S. public to consume. So what can we do not to snap the wool whip? Well, first, let's try to be aware that emotional responses are a natural part of being human. So take a deep breath. Thoughtful planning and preparing during these times is good, but fear and panic reactions don't usually help. Realize that we're all parts of a large interconnected system and that what some of us do can affect many others in large ways. Remember, too, that the government has deemed grocery and pet supply stores as essential businesses. Even in the face of closing other businesses, they've not closed grocery stores, so food supplies will continue to be available. Honor purchase limits for products in high demand, and don't hoard supplies. Try buying twice as many products, but shopping half as often to reduce your exposure to the COVID virus. And last, take personal care of yourself and your family, and watch out for your neighbor. The current COVID-19 crisis is unusual and significant today and can cause us to be fearful, but we've weathered many crises in the past and will do so in the future. So the next time we are tempted to panic or hoard products, let's try to look at the situation with the same steely-eyed determination of Indiana Jones, and let's try not to snap our bullwhips. Thank you for listening to the Lubar Executive Education Podcast. 
Good luck as you move forward on your leadership journey and check back regularly for additional episodes.